Welcome to the Hope on the Hard Road podcast, where you and your family can find community, find encouragement, and find hope for the road ahead. Speak encouraging words to one another. Build up hope so that you will all be together in this. 1 Thessalonians 5.11 Hey guys, we're glad you're here for today's episode in our future planning series. Casey's Superstar is back and we're talking about Cal Able Accounts, a financial resource that families need to know about as they plan for their child's needs. We are so glad that you've joined us. And once again, you'll want to take notes for this informative episode. Thanks for listening. Well, hi, Casey. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you bet. So let's dive right in. We're talking about CalABLE accounts today. Can you tell us what a CalABLE account is? Absolutely. CalABLE accounts are a wonderful resource for families who have loved ones with developmental disabilities, intellectual disabilities, and basically it operates just like a checking account. CalABLE's, the word ABLE in the CalABLE title stands for Achieving a Better Life Experience. So it's a relatively new program Uh, to here to the state of California, but it's a lovely, lovely opportunity and such a resource for our families. Yeah. So who qualifies for an account like this? Awesome. That's a great question. The requirement to receive a CalABLE account, uh, one of them is the onset of your disability must be before the age of 26 years old. They say be severe in nature and last longer than one calendar year. And then is you have to obtain or meet the needs of the social security definition of a disability. You have to have one of their diagnoses. So, you know, autism, cerebral palsy, Down syndrome, to give you a few like examples. And it has to happen before 26. Okay. Yeah. No, that's great information for families to know. So, you know, when you're looking at this, um, why would someone even choose to create a CalABLE account? Great, great question. A family would, for starters, I need to say this. You can only ever have one CalABLE account. You can't have multiple CalABLE accounts in your lifetime. So you get one CalABLE account. And the reason that families are creating these CalABLE accounts are to protect their resources. What this means is to anyone who gets any public benefits like Social Security, SSI, SSDI, the system states, and it's very, very um, unfortunate, but the reality is you can only have $2,000 worth of assets to your name. And the CalABLE account allow families the individual, the beneficiary, to have $100,000 in a CalABLE savings account and keep their benefits. That's great. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Maybe you can go over some of the finer details of it also, you know, the fine print, you might say, of of a CalABLE account. Correct. Okay, great. So a CalABLE account um, for some families have a beneficiary, and then an account holder. 
the beneficiary is the owner. I, I, I call it owner. They are the person who is going to benefit from the money in that account. So your loved one with that are differently able, that have special needs of any sort, they are the beneficiary of that money and they are the account holder. Like I said, you can only have one CalABLE account per individual with special needs. Uh, you must be a U.S. citizen and have a permanent address. Um, and one other like small kind of feature is some of our loved ones end up with a di diagnosis maybe later. Hopefully not, you know, we don't want it after 26, but, you know, maybe they're 15 and 18 and they receive a diagnosis. They can take their 529 account and roll it into a CalABLE account. That is one factor that um, a lot of people don't realize that you can do with this account. And I've heard of families having, keeping their 529 and having their CalABLE and not realizing, you know, life circumstances changed or there was a diagnosis that they can roll that over. So there's a few fine print items of a CalABLE account. Maybe you could explain uh, what exactly a 529 account is, because I'm not sure everybody is familiar with that. Great. A 529 savings account is a college savings account. It The way that these accounts operate, which are very, very similar, is they're interest-bearing accounts, which you're investing your money into in hopes of growth over time. So... A CalABLE account, for example, um, and we'll get into some of the, the money details of the CalABLE account, but if you put money into it, you can choose how aggressive you want your growth to be. Do you need the money today or are you going to need it in the future? A lot of people save their money in CalABLE accounts for different purposes, and so a 529 college savings account can be rolled into a CalABLE account and it can go beyond the limits. And we'll talk about the limits. Yeah, that's great. So speaking of the limits, so, you know, what are the limits of adding to that account then? Great question. The account holder can have their loved ones. So I mentioned it like grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, outside sources, they can have a pool of $16,000 a year go into this account. It is really wonderful. I tell my families, it's a great Christmas present. It's a great birthday gift to be adding to the life of your loved one, someone you care for, to meet their needs later in life. You know, there's a lot of needs. Yeah. Now, there's a great, great aspect to this, which is, if the individual with special needs has a job, they also can uh, add to their account $12,880 a year of the working individual participants' income. Mm. So in total, $28,880 a year can be added to a CalABLE account as long as the individual that is impacted 
is the one working and earning that 12,000 figure. And the 16,000 comes from friends, family, and, you know, your circle of support. Mm. So can anyone just add uh, to the account? Yeah. So like I said, family members, I do have people who like, um, they, they have links, they share the links with their loved ones and they have like monthly allotments coming in and it can be small. Like I, I have uh, a family that has like grandma and grandpa just set up a rotating, uh, allotment of $50 a month and it just rolls right into the account while I have other people who, um, maybe do larger, like one time, you know, maybe $5,000 a year, the family kind of has this agreement that whatever funds grandma and grandpa make off of their interest or whatever, whatever's left over could be 3000 could be 2000 one lump sum comes each year. So that's kind of nice too, that that's an option. Yeah, I'd say, you know, one of the most important things when we're always um, thinking of this, you know, financial picture for our adult children is not wanting to um, make a mistake and mess with their public benefits, uh, you know, such as SSI. So like, what are the account limits to continue your public benefits like SSI? Yes. So the Cal Able account, I, I have to tell you, SSI, Medi-Cal, those things are not impacted by adding to a CalAble account. You actually have the ability to save $100,000 and you actually get a warning. Let's say you go over by a little bit. You will receive a letter in the mail that's called a spend down letter. That means you have an allotted amount of time to make the purchases necessary to get your account into like the green light status, the good standing within the public system of services. So social security benefits. And I have a lot of families that have said what a godsend this is. And there are two categories that I feel like are critical in regards to maintaining your your state benefits. I mean, we have Social Security and we have Medi-Cal. For our families to lose those services, is it's so dire, it's so detrimental, it's their health insurance. And quite frankly, the Social Security benefits, they're, it's nothing to write home about. It's not a lot of money. I mean, it's, it's not enough, to be quite honest. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the little bit that they get is they really cannot afford to lose it. They mm -hmm. really cannot. So to, to have a legal limit of $2,000 worth of assets, I see the CalAble accounts as protection to the families, to these loved ones, to their futures. And so um, it's important to protect those state benefits. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that really speaks back to the importance of why you would even do a CalAble account. So knowing this, I mean, you talked about putting money into the account, but now translating like spending the money, can you just spend it on anything or is there like qualified disability expenses you can actually spend it on? Okay. So with the CalAble account, I do feel like the concept of spending 
this is where I'm like, wow, they really did a service to the person that's impacted because the spending categories are very broad. Oh, that's good. Very, very broad. So you have a lot of options in regards to what you can spend the money on. And everyone's number one question, since you can spend your SSI money on housing, can you spend your CalABLE money on housing too? And the great answer is yes. Yes, you can. I have families that have actually put a down payment on a home for their loved one out of their CalABLE accounts that they've combined resources to meet the need. It's amazing. And I do want to say one thing I kind of forgot and it just came to me is there is like criteria. You know, everyone has a rule. Everyone has criteria. So the criteria for spending is that you maintain or improve your health. So this is for your loved one, that they maintain or improve their health, independence, or quality of life. Honestly, when I hear the criteria, it's like music to my ears. Mm -hmm. I'm like, ah, something that's like, yes, because we're all about the quality of life, independence in our loved one. And who doesn't want to improve? Like, Mm -hmm. right. Imagine being like, for example, nonverbal and requiring uh, a new AAC device. Mm -hmm. That, that would, that would give me freedom. Freedom to order my food at a restaurant. That would improve my life if I was a nonverbal individual and I used an AAC device to communicate. Absolutely. You can spend your money on that. That's so good. The criteria for a CalABLE account is to maintain or improve your health, independence, or quality of life. But there's so many other areas like education, transportation, housing, employment training, adaptive equipment, financial management, and so many other services, of course, that are approved by the tre- by treasury regulations. So a CalABLE account is very flexible. So is there anything you can't spend the money on? Absolutely, because there's criteria. So the criteria for anything you can't spend money on is probably things you shouldn't. For starters, I tell the parents this, you probably shouldn't. So things like gambling, yep. things <laughs> like alcohol, absolutely not. And then there's this criteria of expenses that are questionable by the IRS. Uh, so <laughs> uh, people get scared of that. They shouldn't. But anything that's detrimental to your health, well-being and and doesn't benefit you personally in your development, then you probably shouldn't be spending your money on it anyway. So cigarettes, alcohol, gambling, there's there's a few items, for example. Yes, yes. Probably uh, a question. On, uh, one of the questions I had is, um, are you allowed to transfer money from, say, a special needs trust into a CalABLE account? So it's interesting that you say that because... I think they say it like this, a special needs trust and a CalABLE account, they work hand in hand. They do, they're set up differently, but one they typically say like is for big purchases. 
and big protection, right? So the CalABLE account can be put into a trust, which this is a criti another critical concept because if you don't have a third-party irrevocable trust, the state comes in and reclaims their Medi-Cal benefit amounts, mm -hmm. okay? So to the individual who's impacted upon their death, the state comes in before they assume room temperature and they clean you out before you can even blink. Mm. But a special needs trust and a CalABLE account do work hand in hand. They're both very important. Yeah, and so that would prohibit that from happening. Yes, absolutely. It's the protection, right? The third-party irrevocable trust protects the asset. Yeah, good, good, good stuff. Good to know. So we always like to ask this last question, Casey, and with regards to thinking through this, you know, this whole Cal Able account experience for families, what is one thing that you'd like to share to help encourage our families and to bring hope for the road ahead? Oh, that's a great question. So that's, that's a meaty question. Okay. So I would say Hope for the road ahead in regards to CalABLE accounts. For starters, they're not difficult to set up. It can be done from the comfort of your own home. And they are the protection to the state services that your loved one gets. And I'm noticing with families and inflation and all the aspects that go into it, when your loved one's making $17 an hour, you know, it's getting harder and harder to manage these assets. And a CalABLE really protects your loved ones so that they can have, you know, a few extra dollars in their life for retirement and to protect them. Uh, it's very difficult, you know, managing the, I don't know, it's kind of like a circus act of the, the money don't want too, too much money, but you don't want too little money in their bank accounts. And quite frankly, um, it, it discourages our, our population, our community to, to have employment. And this does not have to discourage them. So they have a place where they can put their $12,880 a year they can earn money and have pride in the work that they're doing, which means growth and progress in their lives. And to the loved one that's helping them manage this and set this up, it's protection. And it's it's a real blessing that they came out with uh, these types of accounts for, for the protection of the income of our loved ones and for the provision over their lives moving forward. I mean, this, a lot of people go, you have a client that's 65. I'm like, oh, and 65 is going to become 66 and then 70. And they need help and support along the way as parents and loved ones. If you're caring for somebody, you're the guardian of somebody, or you're the conservator of an individual, you can protect them. And this is really the, best way financially in terms of making sure that they can maintain their state benefits. 
Casey, that's so great. And we really appreciate you coming on today and, you know, educating our listeners in terms of what's out there in order to, uh, you know, really have the best circumstances of life, in particular financially with these CalAble accounts and, and even a little bit on the trust idea. So really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. You're welcome, you guys. Thank you so much for having Casey Superstar. You bet. We love it. Resources and contact information for today's podcast will be included in the show notes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share us with others and be sure to follow us so you won't miss an episode. And we'd love to hear from you, so please leave us a comment or rating and connect with us on social media or on our website at hopeonthehardroad.org.